Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all that you get. A beak at the front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keep it real and stay solid just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can't get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. More over success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking up more like folders. I told you, coming from the man with the tie roll. Well, we'll be on a whole different vibe, though. We like to ride slow and keep a window tennis so you really can see us. Like Stevie Wonder waking up with his eyes closed. Yeah, got the kind of flow that rock the boat. On my 16s of pounds of dope. And if you figure you can hang with me on the mic, then grab some rope. Matter of fact, better grab some hope while you at it. We keep it live, it's time to tune in. Turn up the sound on what you're using. It goes so hard, I think it's bruising. This show is 2020, no need to zoom in. Yeah. And it's straight like that. I, I swear to God, I don't care. Nobody say we got the hardest intro theme ever. I, I've heard. Look, I've heard a million of them, but I'm just, I'm just sorry, man. Jay Haynes ripped that, and every time I hear it, I'd be like, "Damn, son, man, what's good?" Elk? It's all good in the neighborhood. You got the goddess, and you got served the 2020 podcast LLC. Please say the LLC in the building. Oh my mama. Oh my mama. Man, before we get into this uh, momentous day, because we, we got some special stuff to talk about, I just want to acknowledge one thing. Nigga, have you been outside? <laughs> I have, and it's not as cool as I want it to be, but it's okay. so much better than it's been. I'm 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 so grateful. That my, oh my air conditioner don't have to work as hard as it's been working this summer because Jesus, my bill is going down. Lord, won't he do yes. it? Won't he do it? Will he not do it? <laughs> man, I uh I officially started turning off some of mine, man. Like once I went outside, I had to go back inside and wrap my arms up. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's time to oh, turn no. some big shit off. <laughs> I love it. I said, oh, let me get on. See, I got my yeah. shoulders out and stuff tonight. You know what I mean? Your shoulder action. <laughs> Man, what you what you got going on tonight? Uh, honestly, nothing as far as poetry. Um, mm -hmm. I got a weekend off, and I'm 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 actually gonna be kind of laying low for a lot of the winter this year because I got okay. something big coming up in December. But uh, right now, I'm transitioning into also doing some virtual assisting work. So that's what I'm gonna oh, be focusing cool. on tonight. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, that's cool. I'm all for you know ease of work, especially if it's gonna benefit you. Um, so, one thing I've, I've noticed is uh, with the season change, uh, people are going out more. Uh, like you said, I'm 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 kind of tapped out as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, uh, I I need some time to recoup before I start people in again. Um, so this fall, I'm not gonna be doing a whole lot. I'm going to be like pushing content, but you're mm -hmm. not going to see my face in places a lot. I know there's the uh, the JSU A&M game tonight. Uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, seeing that I'm a former Bulldog, I should be out there, but I'm not because <laughs> I'm, I'm tapped, man. Like I, I would love to see some of my former classmates and stuff, but man, I'm just, I'm tired, y'all. Yeah. Just work is just working. And maybe y'all can relate who are watching. I definitely can. <laughs> oh my god, bro! It's just like 
<sighs> you know, it's just like, what's good, Nate? Nate was saying what's happening. You know, shout out to Nate Hayes coming in, power lines. And hey, was, Nate, that's my brother right there. Hey, buddy. You know, hey. In the middle of the Dude, Look, I'm going to start singing the song. Wow. <laughs> wow. Trying to get canceled already. We ain't even got it. We, we ain't even look. I'm about to say, well, we just hit the five minute mark, so I, I guess this is a good time to start. Goddamn, we're here to celebrate five years, you know, five minutes, you know, of just <laughs> I, I'm sorry, it's, it's hilarious. I, I let me tell you something about you. I love how goofy you are, like, even when there's like a serious moment. You're always smiling, like you always finding a way to be giggling and stuff. And uh, I'm gonna tie that into how we met. The first time I went, right, bet when I went to a black on black rhyme show, this was way back when they were in architecture. Mm -hmm. I went there and I was sitting in the back, and you were sitting near me. You were actually behind me, actually, and we were just cracking up, not at the expense of anybody. It right. was just the in between conversations we were having. And oh my God, bro, you had me rolling back there. I ain't so, gonna lie, that's me at every show. You know that. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I, I went out of town to a show in Gaston, and that's what everybody was talking about. Oh my God, like, oh my God, hey, that's DJ Yankee Boy right there. We love you, DJ Yankee yeah. Boy. But yeah, that's what they was telling me that I'm I'm always like that. But that's that's how life is. You you have to find the beautiful parts of it because it's gonna be a lot of ugly parts, and you can't let the ugly parts get you down. Hey, yeah. Lottie, this my sister. Look at all my family showing up. All right, yeah. Look, the support is in the building, and, on, and like so I said, it's for a special reason. Ebony has hit five years of doing her poetry thing. Now. I'm going to be doing an interview. Now, if you, you've ever been on the 2020 podcast page, you know that I do conversation and then we get into the interview and we, we like to review our history, our year, our career, our passion, whatever it may be. And fortunately, I feel blessed to have been around Ebony during her flourishing of this. You know, like I got to see Eb step out there and get pulled to the side and like, yo, you a beast. Like, what, what What? can we do to get you to, you know what I'm saying, to come out again? I remember being there when that happened. I remember being there and uh, seeing you and uh, Lady Tess, you know what I'm saying, on the same stage that night. You know, I, I was there, you know. And I'm going to revisit some more memories that you may not uh, thought I brought back up. But I went and had to do my homework on my homie. Like, don't get it twisted. Ebony is my podcast sister, but I'm a fan overall. Like, do not get it twisted. So let's hop into it. You recently dropped something. If if I if I may touch on it a little bit. I I oh this is no 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 hold on hold on. We're gonna come to that, but you dropped a little piece of literature that I, I've been hearing that's been selling like hotcakes. Oh, so yes. let's let's talk about worth the weight if you don't mind. Yes, this this oh look at that. Shoot. So my, my camera will act right. It's okay because we're gonna get these people to go and get it if they ain't got it already. You feel me? That way they can see it in person. So let's talk about the inspiration behind that. First thing I want to ask is that title. 
What made you choose that? Ooh, well, um, I'm gonna be honest, the poems in the book were all written over the last five years and I didn't go into it with the intent of writing the poems for a book. Mm -hmm. However, after I realized what poems I wanted to go in the book, I knew I had to give it a title that really encompasses everything that I felt over the last five years. And mm. if there's anything to really just talk about that, it's just me unpacking everything over the last five years from life prior. It made me realize that I have been carrying around that weight, but even with that weight, it was necessary. You know what mm. I'm saying? I feel like my poetry is what it is because I've gone through those things. Had I not experienced those things to me, the poetry wouldn't hit as hard. So right. because I wanted to hold space for that and realize my pain, although it was unfortunate, had purpose, then that's where Worth the Right was, was birthed from. The first title that I thought about come, you know, having for the book was heavy because that's I, I was heavy, you know what I'm saying? And it was it was an emotional heavy, it was a spiritual heavy, it was a uh, a physical heavy. It was all of those things. And just being able to unpack the emotional side of it was something that, to me, that really set the stage for, you know what I'm saying, how everything took place in the last five years. So when when I came up with Worth the Wait, um, I think I was talking to somebody or something, and they were talking about, um, I think it was Evan, as a matter of fact, Evan McCullough. Uh, from Clubhouse, me and him talk a lot. We always have deep conversations when we talk. And I think um, somehow we were saying something about weight. And I was just saying, I just I just know something about all this weight I've been carrying. And I think that was kind of like the seed that kind of led up into how the, the name came to Worth the Weight. And it was like, when I, the first time I said it out loud, I was like, it was Worth the Weight. And I was like, Worth the Weight? What if I changed it from W-A-I-T to W-E-I-G-H-T. And I was like, oh, oh, like it just, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, that's it. And yeah, every time I, I kind of pitch the name to a couple of people that I, you know, that I trust and that I look to for mentorship and they was like, oh, I love that title. I was like, yeah, I do too, you know? <laughs> the more I said it, it became the title. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. That's dope. You you live the title and it just came naturally. You know, I think that's another thing that comes with the poetry world. And, and I think all artists can express this to a degree where when you try to force something for the sake of completing it, mm. you know, it can come off unnatural. So that title worth the wait is kind of like damn near triple entendre because you don't want to you don't want the main thing that encapsulates the entirety of your work to be something rushed when it took five years. You feel me? So worth the wait just works on so many different levels. That's that's dope, Pep. That's dope. Now, Nate wanted to, to give you some more flowers. He said, nothing but love for you. I remember the days of you hitting me up asking for advice and whether or not there was a thing called poetry beef. <laughs> I'm honored to watch your growth and excited to see where else God is going to take you. That's what's up, man. I think that's another thing that a lot of people don't understand the uh, the gravity and the accomplishment of 
being able to see someone you admire and then to turn around and uh, see you as uh, a compatriot, see you as an equal, you know, see you as someone on their level, you know, because we all have those that we look up to, but to have them give you that praise back is one of the best affirmations you can get. So I wanted to, to ask you about a little bit more work. Let's let's go down memory lane. Um, I don't know if you remember, you know what I'm saying? You had a little a little album drop, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying a little because you know that that, that was a very, very dope time to be uh, involved in. Uh we're talking about Ebony Speaks, you know. You called me, you came up with this idea, yo, let's do this interview, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's get it going and I would like to use a piece of it on the album. And, you know, I'm like, I'm I'm excited. You know, anytime I get to hear in advance before y'all, you know, and by y'all, I mean the listeners, anytime I get to hear of something being created, I feel like I'm in an exclusive club. And so being able to do that for you has always been a pleasure. So let's let's talk about Ebony Speaks. What did that do for you in terms of confidence? Because that was a stepping stone that I know that you wanted to climb because you expressed it to me on a previous recording. You know, so you officially completed Ebony Speaks. Where did your mind go from there? It was surreal. I remember leaving the recording, listening to Headliner on the radio all the way back back home. You know, so just, I don't know. It was just, it's surreal. It's, it's just like, when um you know how you watch those old movies where somebody let's just take michael jackson for example the first time they heard themselves the jackson five heard themselves on the radio and how all of them were in that van it just went crazy that's the feeling i had that's the same oh my god i'm on the radio or just like um uh, the five heartbeats when they woke up remember it was ducking all of them in the bed all the kids the whole family sleep and then one person, he thinking Duck singing on the radio. He like, stop singing everybody part. He like, I'm not, it's on the radio. Then they just woke up. That's the same realization that I had. I had that same, I don't know. And it's like, you begin to realize that what you thought your limitations were is nowhere near, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What what what, what, what the truth is, the, right. that there, there really isn't a limit. You literally, as long as you have the drive, the motivation, and the vision to be able to do something, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? And you just have to be consistent. Sometimes it, it's not going to go, nothing in life is ever going to go your way. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. There's always going to be obstacles and curveballs and all of these other things just landing in your lap. But if you just keep going, you that's the only thing you have to do. You don't have to be able to see the finish line to know that you're going to get there. You just have to get there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's at the end of the day, even if you go in, in the opposite direction from the finish line, typically the finish line is in a circle. You know, the, the, the track is in a circle. So even if you're going in the opposite direction, you're still going to end up at the finish line. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? So just keep going. Even if I you was, have to turn around a few times, just, just keep going. I was... uh Say, push through. First thing she ever told me, push through. <laughs> I, and I understand that uh, firsthand because and then I'm glad you said that part, too, that, you know, you make a plan so you can have guidance, but it's it's never going to go your way. It's, it's just not. <laughs> things are going to pop up. And the important things is when it does pop up, 
you circumvent it, you find a way around it. You know, you you go over it, you go through it, you go under it, you go beside it, you know. And sometimes that can be in the form of people or, you know, uh, sometimes yourself. Mm. So let's talk about that, you know. Let's talk about the ability to speak change and manifest improvement in yourself because that's one of the things I've noticed about you. A lot of times, and people may not know, we we have a closed private group where we talk and we discuss, you know, every now and again, I hit, hey, what's your goals for the rest of the year? Hey, what do you want to do from here on out? And one thing I've appreciated, you've always responded. And how has planning, or I guess I should say, how has writing where you want to be affected you acting on improvement? Um, I hate to say this, but it goes back to, you know, write the, write the vision, make it plain. The mm-hmm. more that you write something down, the more that you see it, you know, actually written down, the more it's, it's when you write something down, that's basically holding your future self accountable for things that your, your current self wants to get done. You know what I'm saying? So once you write it down and then you keep coming back to it and you keep seeing it, when you don't write it down, it's easy to forget because out of sight, out of mind. It's, it's mm. <laughs> just like the bit, just as quick as the as the idea came in your head, it'll leave because you're not looking at it. You don't have anything to, to hold you to it and, and make sure that you're getting it done. Because think about how many times you think about something a day. <laughs> think about how many ideas you have a day. And then think about of those ideas, how many ideas you actually acted on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the fact that you are able to write it down and oh lord I bet it's my kid calling uh but yeah the, the fact that you are able to write it down it gives you like I said it, it holds your future self accountable to make sure that you get it done and sometimes the vision may change you know may alter a bit but at the end of the day you still complete it just like this book <laughs> I hate to say it but it's just like that um I didn't go into 2023 with the intent to write a book. However, mm-hmm. when <laughs> Keith, 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 Keyboy Rogers of the founder of Black on Black Rhyme, Back Talk in Tallahassee, Florida, he was the one that came to me and was like, Ebony, you need a book. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, Chief, you know, you be saying that, yada, yada, yada. So he finally came to me in, I think, July, June or July, and was like, so look, El, we having the 25th anniversary of Black on Black Rhyme. This year, I want to have a book fair. And I was like, uh. He was like, you need product. And I was like, uh. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to just say it like this. You need a book. And I was like, okay. I, uh, okay. <laughs> like that. So the book really, you know what I'm saying? It, it's not something I intentionally wanted to do, but it was something that he made me realize was something that I needed to do. And he lit the fire under my behind to get it done. And I literally had it done, I think in August. And Mm. the book fair was the first weekend in September. I released September 1st and the book fair was September 8th. So (laughs) so that should tell you about how long I really had time to get everything together. But the fact that he, you know, he would check in, he would, you know, do three-way calls with me. Hey, Ebony, I got such and such on the phones. Uh, ask me any questions you got. You know, you know how to do this, you know how to do that. Hold on, let me call such and such. Let me put them on the phone right now. He he That's stayed crazy. on me. He stayed on me. 
And so now I find myself doing that for other people. Like I'm like, hey, you you want to get a book out? You know, you got enough poems? You got you got 30, 35 right. poems? You know, I think you should get a book. And now I'm doing the same thing that he did. But it's because I'm on the other side of that understanding now. I understand how important it is to have a book because even with Lady Tess, think about it. Do we have a book that we can buy of Lady Tess if we just wanted to, you know, read her words or if we wanted mm. to show somebody else what great of a writer she was? We don't have anything of her. You know what I'm saying? Everything that we have is videos on YouTube and what people posted on Facebook. Other than that, we don't have anything. But, you know, if something ever happens to me, y'all still got my book. You know what I'm saying? And the book is a is a living manifestation of my life. You know what I'm saying? It may not be my life as of today, but it was a piece of my life. And you have a piece of my brain. You know what I'm saying? A piece of my mind that's that's always going to be here. That's dope. We have a timestamp of you, you know, in that book, Mortalized. I like that. That's it. Now, now as, as much as I'm celebrating being an author, I ain't, I haven't done it yet. So when I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Not yet. Not yet. Maybe down the line. Take but, um, you know, you ain't got to worry about that. But, uh, you know, when I think about our, our group at 2020, there are other authors that wanted to step in and give you flowers. Uh, one in particular was uh, Mr. Windown Wednesday. The two became himself. He wanted to send his regards, you know. It's, it's JSU, you know, A&M, so you know where he at. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. But he wanted to send some words, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play for you the message he left us, uh, oh. you know, for this interview. Ebony, 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 what's up? You've made it to five years in this poetry game. The goddess, one of the dopest ones to ever do it. Uh, fam, you alumni. Uh, okay, we we'll get your pass on that. But anyway, man, sister, congratulations on you and your fifth year of doing this poetry. I wish you five on top of that, and on top of that, and on top of that, man. Many blessings to you and all of your accomplishment. Keep striving, keep going, keep pushing. Hey, you got this. Shout out to you, five years. Congratulations. Thank you, Thank Yo. you Casey. I love you. Oh my gosh, I was trying to make a nigga cry. Yo, so, you know, like I said, shout out to Casey, Mr. Windown Winston, AKA the two became, make sure y'all tune in to my brother. But um, light skin, yeah. light skin, <laughs> you know. So we we talked about fruition. We talked about the book. One thing I've been noticing is that every every other day, I'm getting a little notification. Hey man, make sure you vote for me. I've been nominated on this. I've been nominated on that. You know what I'm saying? So so like, when am I going to you know come to a show here? You speak and hear you know nominated. You know such and such Ebony the Goddess like. I'm ready for you to incorporate that into your to your intro, you know. Well, I've uh I've included it into my bio. Um okay. I did win, so I've been nominated for three different of uh, five awards for three different platforms. That's crazy. So <laughs> there's one that I was uh, I actually did win spoken word artist of the year for Beach Vibes Awards. It was in mm. um Gulfport. Um, the National Spoken Word Awards, I was nominated for three different categories for Best Female Poet, Best Erotic, and Rising Star of the Year. Now, I did not win one. However, I, uh, I was informed that I was first runner-up in all three categories. 
So that says, okay, so everybody that voted, you know what I'm saying? We coming back next year with a vengeance, you know what I'm saying? Um, but then now I'm also nominated. Uh, we just stopped voting on October 1st. I was nominated for Spoken Word Artist of the Year for Mississippi Gulf Coast Music Awards. This is our very first year doing the Music Awards for the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I'm excited just because the artists on the Gulf Coast don't really get, you know what I'm saying, recognition like this, especially Mississippi. I feel like Alabama has, I don't know of at least two or three awards that y'all have for the, the state of Alabama, but for Mississippi, I don't know of any where mm. artists are actually, you know, recognized for their talents and for their hard work because people don't realize being an artist, it don't matter what type of artist you are, you putting in some bank believing in your dreams. You really, really have to invest in this. This is not something cheap. And we don't mm -hmm. just do it just as a hobby. We treat this as a career. So, and people don't always pay you your worth, especially in the beginning. So just to, mm -hmm. for these people that I'm seeing with all these videos and, you know, production teams and all these things that they've built, recording studios and everything, just to get that recognition. Hey, Wilma! <laughs> uh, just to get that recognition. I just... I, I really think it's a beautiful thing, and I'm hoping that they're able to support uh, Lloyd. I can't remember Lloyd's last name. Um, Bernardo, something like that. I, I'm hoping that they support him enough to where he can continue and keep this going because I feel like it's going to grow, and I feel like it's an amazing thing for artists across the Gulf Coast to, to get recognition, for people to see you and, and get exposure and all of those things. So, yeah, I definitely I definitely love what they're doing. I'm hoping they can make it bigger next year. And speaking of bigger, you know, and I, and I I know being nominated and getting so close, a lot of times it can leave us defeated. But I love the take that you took on this. And I'm reminded of a certain road trip we did way back in 2020. You, myself, uh, Butter So Fly, uh, K. Marie and Zadora, Mm -hmm. uh, went to the Soul Sister Slam 2020 right there in Birmingham at the Majesty Lounge. Yes, and um, I went You know what I'm saying? And uh, I went there to just to support and be a videographer because I thought this was dope that, you know, three of my favorite poets were going to go and compete. And I, I had to be truthful, I'd never been to a slam. Mm -hmm. So I was excited just to capture the experience. And um, just to get as far as you did ebony and by the way the video if you're interested in watching you know the road trip is on the the youtube we we saved it um just to see the journey of you getting there and the interview you did right before we started if if we could just go back and uh revisit that for a moment you said that you were just going to give it all that you had that's it that was your goal that's what you wanted to do. That's what you was going to do. And you did. Now, you didn't win. But you left a hell of an impression to the point that when the judges gave you your um, scores, people started booing the judges because they were giving you too low of a score in their eyes. How did that affect you going forward from 2020 to now? Um... Mm. I ain't gonna lie, it, uh, it hurt, but at the same time, um, 
to be listed as one of the top three and being a part of the group <laughs> of the top three that came, you know what I'm saying? I think we probably could have traveled, if not the farthest, the second farthest. And mm. for all three of us to come and be first, second, and third place in that slam for me was still not just an accomplishment, but it was just, it, it, it says something about what we have here on the coast. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's really where a lot of my strides are coming from now, realizing that there is such a rich hunger here for artists. And I don't just mean poets, I mean artists, period. And and to know that we we have talent that's not the same as anybody else. It's, it's exclusive. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I hear poets all the time and I don't feel like there's anybody that spits like Kay Marie. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like there's anybody that spits like Zadora. I don't feel like there's anybody that spits like me. And for us to come out of what other people probably view it as out of the middle of nowhere <laughs> and to come and make such a large impact on that platform, to me, that, that just shows what we have cultivated here on the Gulf Coast, because it's not just Miles Point or Mobile, or it's it's really the whole Gulf Coast. Because I even include, mm -hmm. you know, Poetic Nature and people from New Orleans, even you know, in in that that category. Uh, Huggy Bear, Pensacola. It's something about the culture here where we're so ourselves, but we're also telling everybody else's stories, even though we're so much into ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 100% man and uh I like I said before I am a fan of the people I'm around and that's that's not by chance that's because I plan to get better at what I do and in order to be the best I must surround myself by the best you know and that's you know what I'm saying so now speaking of some of the best out here to do it you know you mentioned Kay Marie because she was at the, you know, she won that slam. And uh it, man, when I tell you that 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 I'm getting tongue-tied, them last two rounds, my guy, it was like it was up in there, like the energy was high. People yeah. were like, I don't know who's gonna get it, I don't know who's gonna get it. And and that's beautiful knowing that you said the top three were y'all, so mm -hmm. it was literally those who came from out of town. Mm -hmm. shut it down to be real no pun intended uh so i i reached out to k because she couldn't be here you know k is oh, moving a million miles a minute oh she she left you a little messy mess so i'm, I'm gonna play it here well 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 here we are celebrating five years of ebony the goddess okay double d double s and my 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 I always go back to the time where she was so frightened to hit the open mic. Um, she had her papers and her notebooks with her. Uh, you could feel the anxiousness just dropping off of her body. You could see the nervousness in her eyes. You could hear the quiver in her voice. However, 
when she heard push through word <laughs> she knew that she had to give it everything that she got she had to give everything that was in her in that moment and from that moment she did not let up she has taken poetry placed it directly inside of her heart allowed it to connect to her voice box and she has been spitting for our girl poetry every since and i am just in awe and i'm just so honored to be a part of the growth and a part of the journey. Um, but let me not take any credit in it because I firmly believe that Ebony did this on Ebony's recognizance. This was Ebony stepping into her destiny, stepping into her purpose. And here we are, the moon of Mouse Point, baby. Five years in and she is one slam. She done been going crazy on Clubhouse. She's released a book. She's released a CD. Like we, we just love cheering for you, girl. And we love rooting for you. And we love seeing the elevation. And um, here's, here's cheers to your overflow and to your abundance. And to the next five years and the next 20 years and whatnot. You know, we always got your back. We love you forever. Plus two weeks at least, okay? <laughs> so this has been Kay Marie. I'm signing off on Ebony, the motherfucking goddess. Double D, double S, okay? Make sure that you get it right. And if you're not following her, what are you doing with your life? Also, please say the LLC. <laughs> love y'all. <laughs> every single time, cuz every single time. Um, oh, I think it kept you muted. Hold on. Let yeah, me... my bad. That was me. <laughs> oh, it's all good. It's all good, man. It it's always been a pleasure, like I said, seeing you and and seeing your growth. I and I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm some kind of parental figure in poetry. I'm not, I'm still a baby in this thing. I'm still paying attention to the greats. But just to take notes and just watch. And, and and hell, even when I'm able to perform on the stage with you, like we did at the Equinox too. You know what I'm Friday saying? Night. You feel me? You know, just, just being privileged enough to do that. I take notes from you guys. I notice the the, the confidence shift when it's time to go on stage. So I try to emulate, I encapsulate that. I take on the persona of I must do what it takes to capture these people. And it works. It, it definitely works. So shout out to you, man. I'm learning from you. I'm not even going to front, not going to lie, not going to sidestep it. I, I, Even at my most nervousness, I think about the impact that you have on those that hear your voice. And I, I try to push through just like you do. So you're learning from each other. <laughs> you all. So I got one final question because I never really got to ask this. Where in the hell did you get the name Moon of Moss Point? Because that shit raw as fuck. That shit just rolls off the motherfucking tongue, man. So, <laughs> so this, this is going to sound a little shady, but I said it with all love, you guys. So, you know, if you run to that, just make sure you say I said it with love, okay? Um, Do you guys uh, know, what's my board name? You know the, the basketball player that plays for the Phoenix Suns that's from Moss Point, from my city? I can't think of his name right now. Is it David sure. Booker? What is his name? Devin Booker from Moss Point? Devin. Yeah, Devin Booker. I didn't know that. Yes. So much so that <laughs> that he had shoes. They they had, they you know, they came out with, yeah, it is Devin. Okay. So he came out with shoes because he's a Phoenix son that say the son of Moss Point on the back of the shoes. 
Oh. And he wasn't originally from Miles Point. He started in Gulfport and, you know, came to Miles Point later on. So, hmm. you know, I feel like he's judging me right now. <laughs> so I was like, nah, that ain't fair. You know, I appreciate you giving my city some shine, but, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do the same thing, you know. So uh, from an artistic standpoint, so I was like, you know what, since he's the son of Miles Point, I'm going to be the moon of Miles Point. And then double uh, the, the double entendre, um, Lady Tess always referenced the moon and talked about the moon a lot. And, you know, she always talked about uh, the, the, the universe, period. But she always mm -hmm. referenced the moon and her being the moon and things like that. And I also found out later on, you know, I did some research and found out that, you know, a lot of people attribute femininity to the moon. It's, mm -hmm. it goes, it's a rabbit hole, but you know what I mean? So just realizing all that, I was like, you know what? I'm definitely going to go by the moon of Mars point. That's what it is. So, yeah, that's why I'm the moon of Mars point. It started because of Devin Booker. <laughs> hey, Devin Booker, you got some explaining to do. I demand that you bring your ass to this platform. Oh, no, nah, he can keep it. He can keep it. Just, just get, you know, when, why you being the sun, go ahead and tell them about the moon, too. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Ain't had a song about the moon, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Give well, me some Ebony. shoes, too. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a size 10. Um, Ebony, what, what is upcoming? We, we discussed the last five years. Ups, 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 some downs that we were able to rebound and just kill it from. What more? What is left? What do we have to look forward to from the goddess? Personally, I feel like I have a bright future. Um, there are some things in my foreseeable future that I see coming. There are some things that I feel like are going to hit me like a ton of bricks and I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but just starting out like for this month, um, I am a part of Black and Black Rhymes Step to the My Poetry Troop. We do have our erotic show this month. Uh, what that mouth do is going to be Next Saturday, um, doors open at 7.30, starts at 8. We will be having a VIP section. So if you're interested in getting VIP tickets, just hit me up. The last day to get VIP uh, VIP tickets is tomorrow. VIT, VIP is $15 a ticket. Uh, regular general admission is $12. You can pay you know, all the way up until the day of. But VIP, the last day to do it is tomorrow. So just see me or any Step to the Mind member if you're interested. Um, next month, we will be having our love show. Um, there will be some more details about that coming at the show next month. And then December, we're having an open mic. Um, I am still slowly working on my album. I've got most of it recorded. But I, I don't know. It's been a little minute since I've been able to make it because I've been doing so many in-person appearances. Mm. I haven't really been able to, you know, me and uh, PJ haven't really been able to do it, but Halo City Entertainment is producing my next album entitled hey. Listen, so be on the lookout for that in 2024. Um, of course, like you said, I did just release my first book September 1st, so it is available on Amazon, uh, $20. If you're looking to get an autographed copy from me directly, I can have it shipped, or if you're local and want to you know, pick it up, just let me know. Um, but if you want to have it shipped, it is an extra $5 just for shipping. So that's a total of $25. And you just fill out the form. If you click my link tree on my Facebook page, you'll be able to get to the form uh, really, really quickly. 
and just sign that out, uh, cash out the money, and I'll get the book right to you. Um, what else? I am working on my next book as well. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I don't have the title yet, unfortunately. I'm kind of taking my time with it. But I already know what it's going to be. Um, I've always wanted to have poems written about my family, you know, different mm. people in my family or my family as a whole. So I'm working on some poems. I have grandma's hands. People love, when I say love, love that mm. poem. I've had people request it three times in one sitting. So <laughs> that's probably my most requested poem. It will be in there, people. I'm so sorry it wasn't in Work the Wait, but it will be in the next book. And um, I wanted to write some poems about my grandfather because I was close to him. There are some poems that I want to write to my mom, uh, to my boys, uh, to my cousin that died, my uncle that died. You know, so I want to frame it kind of like a family album kind of uh, situation. So, but yeah, just be on the lookout for that. It could come out 2024. Could not. I mean, you know, we, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive. <laughs> I get it. I'm 100% understand. Um, Trying to think what else I got coming up. Oh, so also, I will be in Columbia, South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina, and Augusta, Georgia for a three-day weekend event in December. Mm. Um, on December 16th, I will be featuring at the Jam Sessions, uh, brought to you by Bugsy Calhoun in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Um, in Greenville, I will be featuring, I don't have the actual name of the event yet, but just you know, hit me up if you want any of this information. Um, I'll be featuring uh, at a slam. I'm going to be like the opening act for the slam. So that'll be on that 17th in Greenville, uh, South Carolina. And then that Monday, I will be at Dope Spit in Augusta, Georgia, featuring there. I will have books on me. So if anybody is in the area and wants to purchase books, if you want to wait till then, that's fine. I will be doing that. And also I am signing up for LitCon. So that is a like a um a convention that they're gonna have for authors. Um yeah. they're having it here in Mobile. If anybody's yeah. interested in information, let me know. I can get the people, you know, to reach out to you. Um, but also spoken word of mobile, they're familiar about it. So if you're interested, they they can give you more information as well. But LitCon will be held in December. I forgot the date. I'm sorry. But I can get it for you if you really want to know. Um, they're doing book uh, conventions in different cities. So it's going to be one in Atlanta. I think they just actually this weekend today, they're having one in Tallahassee, Florida. They're going to have one in Texas. So they've, they've got different areas. So y'all will definitely tap in if you're an author or if you're looking to buy some books. Um, Litcom will be, they're, they're going to be round. <laughs> That's what I like to say. Um, and then next year, <laughs> I've already got a feature in Texas. Um, I don't have all the details just yet, um, but I will be in March coming to Texas for a weekend event. And then I am getting ready to sign up for Women of the World Poetry Slam. So look up oh, shit. that. I am uh, getting my slam coach uh, <laughs> booked and everything. So. Y'all look out for me for that and send up your prayers, Jesus, because uh, I want to do that one. And I also want to do So Fried this year. So, yeah, um, I got some stuff. I'm All right. So, y'all buy my book. Buy the book. Gas buy the book, buy the album. You want, hey, if you want a Tumblr, I got Ebony the Goddess Tumblr. I ain't got that many left. 
But um, if you want, and guess what it say on the back? The moon of no, falls. No, no. I love it. I so love yeah, it. The, the tumblers are one for thirty, two for fifty. If you're interested, I do have also on that link tree the link uh, for the form to fill that out to have that. So just let me know. I'll ship it too. Just let me know. All right. Well, Ebony, I, again, I'm glad I get to celebrate this with you. Congratulations. Five years, five years, five years. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so many quit after that first one, but you've kept going. And um, to the future projects, I can't wait to hear them. Shout out to Halo City. And before we go, speaking of Halo City, one, Mr. Holiday did leave a message for you as well. So I think it would be pretty cool if we close yeah, out with the words. We're going to shout out uh, Halo City. And uh, he wanted to leave you with this. Shout out to the moon of Mouse Point, Ebony the Goddess. Five years in this thing. And I know how hard it can be being a parent and just trying to survive and continue to push their creativity out. You know, my ways a phone call and text away. However, congratulations on five years doing this thing. Um, you were hard hitting when I first saw you. And it's going up from there or it's been up from there. So just keep doing your thing. You know, I'm always called a text away. Uh, love you. Keep pushing. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's how I go, man. That's how I go. And uh, Logan wants to tell you congrats as well. Thank you, Logan. I hope you got the book. <laughs> <laughs> and yo, uh, this has been your boy, sir. Ebony the Goddess, Moon of Ma Point. You know what I'm saying? Catch on Clubhouse. Catch on in the book. Catch your albums. Just just tune in, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Support my girl. And uh, that being said, I got to go take this damn trash out. It's cold outside, so I'm going to put on a jacket. <laughs> y'all be easy. Peace. Thank y'all for your support and love. Y'all be great. <laughs> <laughs>